This is Mission.org. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Marketing Trends and the Leeds Art Week. No two generations are ever the same, but there has never been a generation that has demanded so much of a marketing department's attention quite like Generation Z. On this episode of Marketing Trends, Kamal Bendal, the Vice President of Global Marketing and Consumer Marketing for Align Technology, discusses how marketing teams are shifting their attention to connect with a younger generation and meet their needs. Plus, she talks about why authenticity and storytelling are at the heart of their efforts to connect with that group. Enjoy this episode. Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. We bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. Here is your host, Ian Faison. Welcome to Marketing Trends. I'm Ian Faison, host of Marketing Trends. And today we have special guest, Kamal, what's going on? Hi, Ian. How are you? I am doing well and excited to talk to you today about Align Technology, about Invisalign. Uh, I'm sure... Almost everybody knows about uh, Invisalign, so excited to talk marketing about that. And of course, get into your background. So let's get started. So for those of our listeners who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about Align Technology and what the scope of your role is there? Sure. Align Technology is best known for our Invisalign brand. And so Invisalign Clear Aligners are the way to straighten your teeth. And we've been the disruptors in the industry first came out many moons ago as a way to straighten your teeth using specialized plastic and not have to worry about wires and brackets cemented onto your teeth. And my scope is very much focused in on overseeing the brand globally, as well as overseeing all of consumer marketing globally also. And so, yeah, what does, like, how are your teams arrayed? What does, uh, what are the different functions? Like, how do you view marketing uh, in the organization? No, that's really a great question. And, and marketing really is at the heart of the organization. I think that like many organizations, marketing drives the overall strategy Um, We're the closest to the consumer and really understanding what the consumer wants and what the consumer needs, and then taking those wants and needs and translating them into both products as well as experiences that will provide the person who is looking to straighten their teeth um, in a different way using our product with the best experience possible. But it's not just on the consumer side of the business that marketing plays a role here at Align Technology. We also have another side of the business, which is very critical, and that is the professional side of our business. And when you think about the role that marketing plays there, we very much are focused in on understanding our customers' needs. Our product actually is only available at a doctor's office. And so the intersection of both the customer and the doctor, whether it's a dentist or an orthodontist, as well as the consumer, are the two audiences that we really focus in on reaching as a whole when it comes to designing our marketing programs. Yeah. So I'm curious, how does how does the messaging differ for those groups? I mean, obviously, extremely different kind of personas there. 
So when you really stop and you think about it, it's, it's interesting. I think that it comes down to the basics and the foundations of marketing, which has always been about understanding your audience, understanding what their needs and what their wants are. Uh, when you think about the consumer side of the business, for us in particular, as an example, we've got marketing that's focused in on reaching the adult consumer and then also teens and parents. And when you think about teens and parents, their wants and their differences, their, their wants and their desires rather are very different. Uh, mom in particular is focused in on really wanting to ensure that Invisalign will work for her teenager. And so we focus in on helping her truly understand how Invisalign works and how it works for her teenager. And then also for the teen, it's really helping the teenager focus their understanding on how they can continue to live their life without interruption and disruption when it comes to having Invisalign versus any other form of treatment, in particular braces, which is what they are, are usually used to. I have a uh, I have a nine year old nephew who uh, is currently going through some some braces stuff right now, and it, it really struck me um, as someone who never you know had braces or anything like that, like how it's so like kind of ingrained in the culture, right? It's like the nine year old is sitting there talking about getting this sort of stuff, and you're like, wow, this is it's it starts so young that that this becomes like a concern, obviously. You know, dental health in general is uh, something that's not always the most up-to-date field. Is the market evolving? Where where are we at? Because it seems like slapping braces on on everybody feels like it should be over at this point. You know, I'd, I'd love to hear that. I, I, I think that when you really stop and you think about it, you're right, Ian, in that getting braces is such a rite of passage and it's it's an ingrained part of our culture. And when you think about the innovations that have occurred all around us in every single category that we touch, it, it is surprising that more and more parents aren't choosing Invisalign as an option for their kids' teeth straightening. And that's where our job really comes in to get the message out there. You know, when I stop and I think about it, we very much have been a brand that's been known to be a brand that's designed for adults, some of those simple fixes, if you will. And one of the core areas about the Invisalign brand is, is that we very much are a technology company and we've been enhancing our technology over the years. We've got 20 years of innovation here behind this brand. And over those years, we've had the opportunity to shape millions upon millions of smiles. And we work really closely with the orthodontists, of course, and, and dentists to take that technology and take all of those data points from the millions and millions of patients to really ensure that as dentists and orthodontists craft their treatment plan for their patient, that it's crafted with just the right amount of precision and the right amount of detail that's going to be right for that person in particular. And one of the core areas that we're really focused in on, getting back to your point on teenagers in particular, is, is getting the word out that Invisalign does work for 
teens as well. So that if you're a parent or you're a doctor um, who is in the business of teeth straightening, that you really do consider Invisalign as a core choice to what otherwise would be um, a braces choice. Well, and this is one of those classic scenarios where the the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? It's like if, uh, like, how do you how do you market to the person who is, you know, hard to market to, who is going to in, impact the decision maker? When this point is apparent, right? It's like you know, my nephew decided that he wanted braces and he's nine, right? So it's like he, you know, told his mom every day that that's what he wanted. So it's like those type of decisions. It seems like you know, marketing to those, those people and the moment of time where they're, you know, have that final aha moment of, I need to finally do this. And I want to, you know, look at options. I I feel like is the, is that moment of looking at options, something that like where you want to insert the brand? Are you thinking of getting like far in front of that? Is it a conversation of like Invisalign versus braces, you know, like, because it, you know, you all have such a clear brand, but like braces don't have a brand. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess they do, but they don't have like a company attached to them, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense. And and here's what I always think about. I mean, I think uh, braces as a, a word and lexicon for all of us has become a brand in and of itself to the point that you're making. And so, so the way that we think about it is every single one of those audiences and those stakeholders is important and critical to the decision that ultimately gets made for the teenager. So you've got the teen themselves, you've got the parents, and then of course, you've got the the doctor. And so as we design our marketing plans, it's, it's critical that we insert our brand in the right places and spaces for all three of those audiences so that we can help reach teens in that moment before they actually start to think about what may be right for them and help, help design their experiences with the brand wherever it is that they may encounter the brand in such a way where they say that's a brand for me, right? So really ensuring that we're designing their experiences in language that teens understand in media channels that they are engaging in already so that we can get the brand front and center for them. And then with with parents and mom in particular, we try to ensure that mom too understands that Invisalign is a choice that she could be making for her teenagers. And, And in many instances, mom may have grown up getting braces and that's all that she knows. And and then when you think about the heritage of Invisalign, I think for so many years when we first started. Invisalign was only a brand for adults. And and as I mentioned, with the innovations and the advancements and the innovations that have occurred over the years, we really too have become a brand that works effectively. Our Clearliner system being the most advanced in the world works effectively for teenagers as well. So we try to get in front of mom in media channels that she's in and also tell her the stories about Invisalign and the changes that Invisalign can drive for teens' lives, whether it's her hearing about it from other moms who have their teens in Invisalign or her hearing about it 
from doctors who treat with Invisalign and the results that we're, that they're getting as well. But ultimately, when that mom and that teenager decide that Invisalign is a brand for them, they'll go into a doctor's practice. And that's where we also have to ensure that in that moment of truth, when mom and teen walk into that practice or, or mom, dad and teen walk into that practice, that that doctor that they see, the orthodontist that they see is also versed in Invisalign, trained in using Invisalign for teens so that we've got all of our bases covered and really ensure that we've been able to reach effectively all three audiences. And so kind of with the idea that you have this, you know, established brand, kind of the disruptor for the last 20 years, but kind of fighting the battle of how does this get paid for? I feel like that is such a massive roadblock for a lot of people when they're trying to make any decision about their health, having to figure out, you know, the insurance piece and like, how does this all get done? I'd imagine this is something that, you know, comes up all the time in the buying process. You know, how do you add transparency and clarity to, to marketing that customer journey? Yeah, you know, it's a really great question, Ian. When you, when you stop and you think about it, you're, you're absolutely right. It is a question that comes up all the time. I mean, I think that all of us as consumers, when you become interested in a product or a service, your, your first question after you do some level of exploration is, well, how much does this actually cost? And so one of the things that, that we do through that, that journey, particularly in that exploration phase, is, is help moms understand what goes into that cost equation and how to make Invisalign a part of, of their plan. And so just like braces gets covered by orthodontic insurance, you've got Invisalign that also is covered by many orthodontic insurance plans. Many of our doctors who treat with Invisalign clear aligners also offer payment plans similar to the way that they would offer for, for braces as well. And so I think a big part of the education that has to be done, and this is a big part of where we focus, is, is helping moms navigate that world. As you know, and I think as you were, were alluding to, um, it is a complex world and it is one that, that is, is sometimes difficult to understand. And so we really try to lean into demystifying what that process is, helping parents understand and get the word out that Invisalign is covered by many insurance plans in the same way that braces would be, so that when they walk into that practice, one, that we can actually get them into a doctor's practice, of course, and then two, when they walk into that doctor's practice, that's not the first time that they're getting educated about what the payment component of the conversation actually is. You talked a little bit about, you know, marketing to to the teen and the parent. Let's focus specifically on marketing to Gen Z. This is something you think about constantly and are always working on. And you're not alone because tons and tons of marketers are trying to figure out how to talk to, to Gen Z. So what 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 are your secrets? What are the things that uh, that you've been experimenting on and in and, and having meaningful dialogue with uh with folks that widely aren't paying attention a whole lot. You know, Gen, Gen Z is a 
audience that I think so many of us as brand marketers and consumer marketers are are trying to keep pace with is probably the best way to say it. And one of the things that I always turn to is some of those foundational elements of marketing, which is truly immersing yourself and understanding who your audience is and what their needs and what their wants are, and then figuring out how do you, as a brand, meet them where they are. And so when you think about Gen Z, one of the things I get really excited about is they are as we we all have come to understand, a digitally native group, right? I mean, they've, they've grown up with a tech-forward life in so many ways. Um, it's the internet of things on a daily basis. And for, for so many households, they are the early adopters of tech or the tech support in the household. And what we think about a lot is is how do we ensure that we show up and meet Gen Z on their terms, not necessarily on the terms for us as a brand, right? And I think that that that's been the big flip that Gen Z, quite honestly, I think has driven for all of marketing in so many ways, really challenging all of us to ensure that our work has a level of creativity to it as has a level of authenticity to it that just hasn't been demanded in the same way, I think, as generations prior. And so a big part of what we think about constantly is how do we ensure that we're talking in their terms? How do we ensure that we are showing up in a very authentic way and telling stories that are authentic and relevant to Gen Z? through their voices, as opposed to, I think, the, the old adage of traditional marketing, which, you know, many moons ago was always about kind of the 30-second ad and constructing the perfect brand story. So much of our marketing to Gen Z is really about putting our brand in the mouths of Gen Z. You know, we're, we're very fortunate in that Consumers have a great experience with Invisalign aligners. And what we're then focused in on is, is letting them tell their stories and those, those stories around how Invisalign has really shaped their life and helped them live their life uninterrupted. So I, generally speaking, don't care for like the large labels of groups just because I think that, you know, to be honest, it's like, like there's sweeping generalizations that are important for like socioeconomic things. But I think like generally speaking, you know, if someone in Gen Z, like if my nephew who's nine is Gen Z, you know, someone who's 17 years old is is also Gen Z. It's like those two people 20 years from now are going to have a lot in common perhaps, but like right this second, they have nothing in common. And I think that so much of of marketing to to young people that are digitally native, that are that kind of Gen Gen Z is the biggest takeaway, I think, is that it's completely different from how we used to do things, right? You can't just throw a bunch of TV spots on Cartoon Network, right? Like you can't just do a bunch of the stuff that we used to do. The way that the apps that they use and all that stuff is infinitely more complex than, than it used to be. But what's so interesting, you know, about a company like Invisalign, where you have these built-in like situations in high school, in grade school, and all these things where people are 
around each other wearing, you know, aligners, right? You have these things that people are going to accelerate word of mouth, pardon the pun. And so if you have the right ads and the right marketing to tell the right story around that, you have so much more, you know, accelerant to what's going on because we know that these people are in school. We know that they're in high school. We know that, you know, they're making those type of decisions. I'm curious, like, how do you think about accelerating word of mouth? How do you think about taking, you know, these very important gates, these rite of passage, these, you know, going into high school, going into doing these things and putting that, uh, putting your product into, into those, uh, like transformative periods. Yeah. You know, I think Ian, you, you, you hit some of those hallmarks there in that, there's no generation that is always the same. But yet, when you think about Gen Z, there's so many things about this generation that make them a generation that's demanding more from brands. So for us, what becomes really important around that word of mouth generation is, is two things that I think about. I think first, it's incorporating those real stories into our marketing. And I go back to the fact that teams using Invisalign aligners have great experiences and they are fans of the brand because of the experiences that they have because they are able to live that life uninterrupted. You know, if it is um, playing sports, they're able to play sports without that interruption, right? If you're ever on a soccer field and you see a kid get hit in the face with a ball with Invisalign versus maybe with standard wires and brackets, uh, the kid who's who's wearing Invisalign is able to continue playing, right? They're not having to give up those foods that they love. They're uh, not taking photos at prom with their braces on and they're able to to take those photos with their Invisalign on. And so I think these stories... That's a great of, point. That's, is that an ad campaign? Uh, uh, there's, there's definitely those elements that come into our marketing because the real life components and the tangible connection, I think, is what makes stories like that become the stories that somebody who's not using Invisalign or hasn't gone into treatment go go into that pause moment and, and consider, well, you know what, maybe that's something I should look into for myself. And and I think that that for us what becomes incredible is just how many stories like that there are out there from real people, real consumers, real teenagers, and, and t- taking those stories and crafting them so that we're able to get those stories out to more and more teams. So I think it becomes twofold. The first is that real life authentic storytelling and delivering that storytelling in a mass reach type of way in places where teams are already spending their time, which is all over the internet. And then also it's in that real life scenario on the soccer field, at the high school, at the middle school, as those conversations and those stories are unfolding in real time that really drives that word of mouth. Well, it's just such a powerful image, right? It's like, I just imagine the, you know, the prom photo from, you know, 2003, you're standing there with your braces on and it's like, you know, the ads saying like, don't have your, don't have your, uh, your son or daughter feel the same way that you did, right? I, it's just such powerful imagery, but I didn't think of it that way that it's like with Invisalign, it's like you 
you don't ever have to deal with that exact situation. And then what's also really great to just to build on that is, is you start to really layer on the benefits. You know, it's not just continuing to eat the foods that you love. It's fewer emergency appointments going to, you know, what's important to mom as well as what's important to that teenager, right? Because who has time in their life for emergency appointments? And if you can have fewer emergency appointments with Invisalign, why wouldn't you take that every day of the week? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, as someone who... uh whose family couldn't, couldn't really do the braces thing. And then finally, as I was a high school senior, like, oh, we could probably do it. And, you know, at that point you're like, I'm not going into freshman year of college with, uh, you know, with braces on sort of a thing. Right. And like, that's, I think that there's just so many, so many people out there that, that have that exact sort of, you know, mental gymnastics, especially like later in, in their life to figure that stuff out. And then you just kind of kick the can until, until, uh, forever. Right. Right. And so it's, it's that combination of both the effectiveness as well as those lifestyle benefits that uh, really start to bring this story to life in such a way that I think is really impactful for, for both moms as well as teenagers. And so uh, we have a lot, of, a lot of fun, I would say, diving into understanding Gen Z and then really crafting those real life stories that, that come forward to us in such a way that we can get those stories out to to the marketplace. So obviously, you know, data is more important than ever. Where do you see data playing into your your marketing stack? I think it's critical. I mean, it's at the heart of our overall marketing stack. I think when you you stop and you think about it, the old adage is always around knowing that marketing works, but not really knowing what part of marketing works. And, and for us, it's incredibly important that we've got data at the heart and center of everything that we do. So we're very data focused. Uh, we track almost uh, everything that we can in terms of being that performance marketing brand and also at the same time driving the overarching brand marketing. I think for us, we're focused in on ensuring that we can measure what part of our marketing plan is driving impact and then equally what part of our marketing plan is not driving impact. I'm a big fan of experimentation and constantly experimenting in such a way that we are continuously iterating and we focus in on measuring the results of those experiments so that we can understand what's the right message, what's the right place to deliver that message, and what sort of impact does it actually drive for us versus going into it blind and just not having that line of sight. And then what about some of the ways that the global pandemic has has kind of shifted the importance of marketing People are, are obviously have, have a million things going on. Um, how has that changed how, how you viewed uh, putting Invisalign in, in a lot of people's mouths? You know, it's a really great question. And I think that it comes down to a couple of things. When you, you think about consumer behavior during this pandemic, I think there's a few things that, that come to mind that then play into our business. You know, I think first and foremost, uh, health and safety has, has never been more important, I think, for consumers than, than it is now. It's definitely top of mind for everyone. 
And I go back to the the fewer emergency appointments comment that we talked about earlier. And when you stop and you think about it, we're really a digital company, right? We are a, a digital orthodontics company. And in a world of COVID, digital becomes more important than ever before. And I, I always say that the trends that were in motion pre-COVID just got accelerated during COVID. And so I think a lot of people start to think about Invisalign in a different way because you, you really start to feel the impact of that digital orthodontia and not having the emergency appointments that go along with analog treatment. And if you can live in a world where you've got fewer emergency appointments with Invisalign, I think that's something that, that parents and adults can, can get behind. That's one. And then I think, too, is during the pandemic, it's no secret that media consumption habits have changed in such a way that consumers are leaning into media consumption. I think it's about all that, that we, we can do right now as consumers. And so as, as content consumption has increased, so has the exploration of different treatments or different things that may have been a part of the consideration journey before COVID for somebody, but perhaps just went on pause. And and now I think consumers are finding themselves with more time with their devices to do the research, to do the exploration, to look into, you know, XYZ that was on their list. And, and we certainly are excited about that as we think about what that could mean for the Invisalign brand. Are there any trends that you're particularly excited about for marketing? That's a, a really good question. And I, I think often one that gets, gets answered in so many ways. For, for me, what becomes important is I think this trend around authentic storytelling. I mean, so it's so exciting to me and I'm not even sure that I can call it a trend anymore. But I, I look at it and I say that for so long in the ebbs and flows of marketing, I think we as marketers and as an industry really got excited about what, what digital marketing could deliver in terms of media metrics and performance marketing. And I think that what got lost along the way maybe is the art of the craft. And when I, I look to Gen Z, who we've talked a lot about in this conversation, I, I think the fact that they have demanded more from brands, so much so that brands have really started to ask themselves the question, um, what does my story look like? Or what does the story of my audience look like, more importantly? And how do we drive more authentic storytelling. And so I think that trend of getting back to the art of the craft and that authentic storytelling is something that excites me. I think stories are impactful for consumers and the combination of that brand building and performance marketing, both living side by side together in the same conversation in such a way that it is driving your business ultimately, I think is a trend that I'm really excited about. I think at some point in time, we as an industry did ourselves an injustice in that we divorced performance marketing from brand marketing. And I think that brand marketing has always been about driving performance for the brand. And so I'm excited about that trend really starting to come to life. 
Do you have a favorite campaign or, or a favorite learning experience that you've had uh, over the years at Align? That's a hard one. Wow. I, I'll go to my experiences with Gen Z. And, and I go back to that because we've been spending a lot of time over the last few years while I've been here on the brand focused in on that audience. And I think that the favorite learning experience for me really started out many years ago when influencer marketing was just becoming a core part of our vocabulary as marketers. And the, the learning experience there that I'll point to is, you know, we were very early in our adoption and leaning forward into what's today known as influencer marketing. And that's because we, we very much have been a scrappy brand. And, and we looked around and said, how do we actually drive this sort of mouth? How do we scale? And getting those authentic stories into the mouths of people who had experience with our brand, but also had influence in the marketplace was something that we leaned into. And the, the learning experience there is, is that it was definitely a risk at the time, a big risk in that putting your brand into the mouths of others to let them tell your story and then cascade that out to the masses was scary at the time. And it, it's, it's something that you, you talk about now, and I, I talk about it even as I'm saying this, which sounds like it shouldn't be a risk or that it's not a risk. We do that today every single day of the week without a blink. But I think at the time, many years ago, when we were first starting down this path and trying to scale and influencer marketing was, was not a core part of the marketing mix in the way that it is now, it was definitely a learning experience for us in terms of, of one, taking the leap in having the confidence that it would work and taking the risk um, that went along with that. But then also, too, how do you actually work with influencers in a way where, where you're ensuring that what you get back from that storytelling is, is going to resonate with both the audience as well as, as tell the story about the brand and, and be okay with the fact that there's a lot of things that you can't control in the way that you might in a traditionally scripted type of advertising, but it's really the, the authenticity of that story that, that makes it as impactful as it is for its audience. Okay, let's get into our lightning round questions. These questions are fast and easy. Just like marketing with Salesforce, Salesforce brings marketing and engagement together. You can learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. They're the best. Check them out. Salesforce.com slash marketing. They've been with us since the first episode of this show. Salesforce.com slash marketing. Lightning round questions. Kamal, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Number one. Have you picked up a hobby during shelter in place? I have. I am so excited to say that I've been doing a lot of, of running and walking during this time and really getting back to physical fitness. I've been getting about 15 miles a day on Saturdays and Sundays. And so I'm really excited about that new hobby and hope to hold on to it once this pandemic is over. 15 miles. That's, that's, you're, that's pretty good. I'm liking it. I'm, I'm going on month five. So we're, we're hoping to keep this one up. Do you have a book or a podcast or TV show you've been binging? 
you know, I've really been leaning into podcasts. I love the happiness lab with Dr. Lori Santos from Yale. It's, it's a cool and very different podcast. That's all about overall wellness. And it's been great. I kind of put it on during my walks and have binged all the way through. They're on hiatus right now. So I can't wait for the new season to return. If you weren't in marketing, what do you think you'd be doing? If I wasn't in marketing, what would I do? You know, I, I think that for me, I'm a big believer in developing talent and really shaping the next generation of leaders. And so if I wasn't in marketing, I think I'd be doing some type of nonprofit work to help young girls boost their confidence, build their business skills, and and really take everything that I've learned from a marketing perspective and help shape what the next generation might be able to do here. What's your best advice for a first-time VP of marketing? Trust your team. Get to know your team. They're the closest to the business. They've got all of the lessons learned, what works, what doesn't work. Listen with active ears and don't assume that you know more. What question do you never get asked that you wish you were asked more often? Oh, that's a good one. You know, I'd have to say, I wish that I got asked more about what leaders can do to really grow that next generation of marketers. And I, I think that, that that's an area that, that I wish I got asked more. More often, I get asked questions really about the craft and about the discipline of marketing and so much of what I think we do is, is equally, if not more important, is, is how we, we shape that next generation. Couldn't agree more. Well, come on, that's it. That's all we got for today. Thanks so much for joining. We, uh, we're huge fans uh, of Align. Excited to keep following along. Any final thoughts? Anything to plug? And thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited that we had the opportunity to have the conversation and look forward to staying connected. Awesome. Take care. Thank you. Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. Discover marketing built on the world's number one CRM, Salesforce. Put your customer at the center of every interaction. Automate engagement with each customer and build your marketing strategy around the entire customer journey. Salesforce, we bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. You have eight seconds to make a connection or risk a click away onto the next topic. The difference lies in your ability to deliver relevant experiences to your audience across devices and across channels. But delivering on a really great experience is impossible without the right people and the right technology. You've got the right people, but your technology choices will make or break someone's experience with your brand. At the center of gravity of your digital experience, Brightspot Content Management System can deliver 
relevant content, personalized experiences, and cross-channel synergies to create unforgettable brand experiences. So you can be a bright spot in someone's day. Head over to brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to find out right now. From global crisis to hunger relief efforts, the messages you deliver save lives, inform important decision-making, and help keep communities safe and sound. The speed and scale of your content needs to be delivered faster and on a much larger scale. Brightspot Content Management System has supported some of the world's largest brands to communicate on a global scale. From Johnson & Johnson sharing critical information with their customers to helping Whole Foods tell their brand story to a global audience. Brightspot is designed to handle rapid iteration and personalized messages to those you care about most. Learn more at brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends.